Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. There's been a couple of re-signings over the last few days that we actually haven't had a chance to touch on on the podcast, so I thought I'd talk about uh, two really big ones, David Fafita, the first one for the Gold Coast Titans, and of course, Victor Radley for the Sydney Roosters. The other one I'm just going to throw in on the end is, of course, Egan Butcher as well, who was re-signed with the Chooks, so quite a bit to touch on here, and some you know some star players already, and one guy that I think is going to be a superstar in the future as well, so I hope to get stuck into. We'll kick off with Fafita. Peter, though, uh, obviously kicked off his career at the Brisbane Broncos a couple of years ago, signed the big money deal to go to the Gold Coast Titans on about a million bucks a season reportedly. Whether that's true or not remains to be seen, uh, but it seemed to be uh, a pretty... Um pretty unanimous sort of amount that everyone was going off around about that mark. Uh, I think that we all agreed it was a little bit overs for what we were getting from Dave Fafita. Uh, I don't think there's any really doubting that, but I also think that because of what that price tag was, everyone sort of judged his performances a little bit over the top. I think that last few years, he still played really well, like stats-wise. If you didn't know he was on a million dollars, I don't think you'd have a huge issue with his output realistically. Uh, and you also, the reality of rugby league is that you pay for upside. You pay for potential. Uh, for feeders upside as far as a back rower goes, I don't think anyone else in the game has it realistically. Uh, I think you'd probably say Viliami Kikau, for example, but I still think Fafita, on his best day, I do think he is more damaging uh, than Viliami Kikau, but Kikau's probably heap more consistent. Uh, you got to also remember that Kikau's been in you know the best system in rugby league. The Gold Coast Titans, respectfully to them, I, I don't think you could possibly call them anywhere near the best system. I don't think you could even call them in the top half systems realistically. Hopefully, we're starting to see change. Uh, but I think the time that Fafita has spent in this system hasn't been its glory years or anything like that by any means. So I think the the upside that Fafita has, the potential that he had, is, is just so huge. And, you know, that's the reality of the NRL. You pay for upside, you pay for potential, because if you don't, someone else will. So the Gold Coast Titans, they've been paying up to, up to potentially over a million dollars a season over the last few years. And I also think that... 
with Fafita, I know it's easy to get mad at him and whatever, but I also think that the Gold Coast Titans need to take some responsibility for how he's being utilised. Because I, I also, I, I watch them and I'm like, you know what? Like as much as they're not getting the best out of him and he's not getting the best out of himself, they're not doing him too many favours. Um, and sort of that, that was my argument at the start of last year. I found it, you know, and I was pretty outspoken about it, copped a bit of shit at the start of the season, but that was okay. People were very high on the Gold Coast Titans heading into last season. I just said, I'm sorry, this is a bottom four squad without any direction. They don't have a halfback. Why would you let Jamal Fogarty go? It's ridiculous. We sit here and go, geez, they could be a fantastic team if Fafita is utilized properly. You had one guy in your system that knew how to utilize him and you let him go. It just made no sense to me whatsoever. But the Gold Coast Titans, they obviously sat back at some point last year and went, okay, what are we missing? And they decided it's a halfback and they were 100% spot on. So they went into the market, they went and got a guy that can fill that role. They didn't get a halfback, to be fair. They got Kieran Foran, but what they got is an experienced ball player who, whilst he has played six throughout his entire career, he can quite easily be a seven, and I think that the way that they're playing left and right, Tanner Boyd on the right, I think that Kieran Foran, I think you saw it in the early game on the weekend, uh, you know, their round one game, just how he was utilizing Fafita. It was just perfect, and it's really simple, but sometimes it's the simplest things that can be made to look really difficult, and I think that's been the problem up at the Gold Coast Titans for quite some time. So despite... Them never really getting the best out of Fafita over the last few years. I think they really rectified the mistakes that they'd made. And I, I've said it a number of times, I really respect the Gold Coast Titans for this because they went all in on youth. It was pretty evident it wasn't working. Uh, and instead of being stubborn and pretending like they had it all under control, they went, you know what? We fucked up. We need to sort this out. We need to go and get the guys that we need. They went and got, they went and got Foz. And they went and got Sam Verrills as well, who I also think is going to be very, very important to this side moving into the future. But I think Foran being at the club, I think that he can just help Fafita so much, and I'm really, really excited to watch this combo develop. I'm not sure if Foz is going to play this week. I've heard, I was told about 11 o'clock he was 100% ruled out this weekend. Uh, then I got messages from two or three people saying that they've got connections into the Titans that he will play this weekend, so I've got no fucking idea what's going on there. Personally, um, if Foz isn't 100%, you won him round one, I would probably just put him on ice for now. Personally, you are playing the Dragons this week, respectfully to the Dragons. Uh, I, I think it's a game that you potentially can win without Foz, realistically. I just wouldn't be risking him for the entire season, but we'll see what happens. But I'm just, I'm very excited to see how Fafita develops outside Kieran Foran. I just think that there's a lot that Fafita will be able to learn from Foz. And, you know, we obviously saw games, you know, so Sorry, moments in that game the other day where, you know, he, he he got the timing right, he got all those things right. And it's great to be able to do it with Foz. But I would imagine that a big thing for Fafita during this year or during the period of time that he spends outside Kieran Foran is that he's just a sponge and he just soaks up everything that Foz tells him. And I, I'm pretty confident that you can see in Fafita that already he's probably addressed some things that, you know what, maybe he's been too reliant on his halfback. Maybe he's been too reliant on his halfback in the past to tell him where to stand and where he needs to be. And I think that with Foz there, Foz would have an expectation of him that, hey, I'm going to help you here but I'm not going to fucking baby you. Yeah, you, you, you're one of the most highest paid players in this competition. You're one of the most talented players in this competition. You need to take a little bit of onus of where you place yourself, how deep you get, where your timing's at and everything. And I think you can see that Fafita is start, starting to take that stuff on. And I think that that can really pay dividends after Kieran Foran retires, leaves, whatever it might be from the Gold Coast Titans because he needed that sort of education for Fafita. He needed someone to come in and show him how it was done and where he needs to be from a proper halfback's perspective, not someone that's trying to work it out themselves and find their way into first grade like the guys he's been dealing with the last few years because you have these halfbacks and you go, well, 
You've got Fafita, make it work. Just give, just get him the ball and get it to him in the right spots. And, you know, that, that all sounds so easy. And when you've got your Forens, your Chads, your Reynolds, your Clearies, these sort of guys, it is fucking easy. But the reality is for guys coming into first grade without an experienced ball player next to them, it can be really, really difficult in the NRL. So I just think what the Gold Coast Titans have done and how they've rectified their poor decisions that they've made has been fantastic. And I genuinely do think uh, that Fafita's really going to benefit out of this. Did I think that he would stay? I wasn't sure, to be honest with you. A lot of reports about the Brisbane Broncos that were chasing him pretty heavily, the Canberra Raiders argument. It's obviously been floating around for quite some time. And you know what? I, I don't think the Raiders are out of line when they sort of said, if you want to challenge yourself, come down here. Uh, I do wonder if maybe... And, you know, I do think th- things are changing up at the Titans, to be fair. Uh, but I think over the last few years, he's it's seemingly... It looks to me, anyway, that he's been pretty comfortable just being uh, the big money guy there. And, you know, the Titans, they're not a side, unfortunately, that expects, you know, huge success. I think they are starting to change that attitude from a few things I've seen over the last year or so. But I think he was able able to coast and hopefully uh, the Gold Coast Titans are changing that attitude but the Canberra Raiders coming out and saying that I I get where Ricky Stewart the Raiders were coming from obviously they're trying to convince him to go down there but I do think it would have been a fantastic challenge for him going back to the Broncos um, you know it would have been interesting I just I I personally would rather embed the Gold Coast Titans I really want to see the Titans be successful I've got a lot of respect for the Titans I really do what they did last year I've said it a few times how they made the mistake and instead of being stubborn they said you know what we made a mistake we need to rectify this we need to go and get the guys that can fix this issue and they went and did that so I've got a lot of respect for footy clubs that do that I've got a lot of respect for coaches who do that it's not easy to fall on your sword you know even myself when when I'm doing the podcast and everything like like the Dolphins last weekend my Myself and Timmy thought that they'd get smashed by the Roosters. They won. Um, and, you know, everyone's more than happy to tell you when you got something wrong and you've got to, when you have those moments, you've got to take ownership of it. You've got to own it and say, yep, fucked up. Um, I was wrong. And then you've got to rectify it, yeah, by giving credit to the Dolphins and explaining where you got it all wrong. And I think that's what Holbrook did really well and the Titans did really well. Hey, we let go of Jamal Fogarty. We can see now that was a mistake. We went all in in our youth. You can see with other teams in this competition, you know, whether it be the Cowboys with Chad Townsend arriving there, the Broncos with Adam Reynolds arriving there, we need some experience in our halves. There's no doubt about that. We made a mistake. We need to rectify it. Let's get Kieran Foran. So I've got a lot of respect for the Titans, and I really do hope that they can start to improve over the next few years. And if they do, I think Fafita can really be front and center of all those things. What's the ceiling for Fafita? It's an interesting one. He's a guy that I... I believe like if he has if he can put together just two good seasons straight away I think he sort of becomes an automatic in a kangaroo side he's got that sort of potential I I don't think we've seen too many players like him before I don't know if we've seen any players like him before like there's back rowers that sort of come to mind that were similar to him in some ways like just his his body shape and everything you know a little bit of Sonny Bill I guess but I mean he's bigger than Sonny Bill um, you know Gordon Tallis he's got that sort of rage about him but he's I think he's like stronger than what Gordon was in contact and everything. Like I just like Ruben Wiki sometimes reminds me of a little bit, but he's bigger than what Ruben was as well. I just I don't think we have a like for like for of Fafita. You have got Viliami Kikau who he's got a bit more skill set to his game, but fuck, we see these little moments like in the trial when Fafita, you know, faded out, out the back of his center that, that was running the overs line and threw that cutout ball. Like Jesus. Like, he's got a bit of skill set to him as well. I just, I think the potential for Fafita is so high and the sky is the absolute limit. And I really do hope, just as a footy fan, that we see the absolute best out of him because I think it could be terrifying. Unfortunately, he is a Queenslander. He's fallen out of the Origin Arena. Uh, Personally, I think that if Fafita isn't sitting there going, why the fuck aren't I playing Origin? I've been born with all these gifts. 
Wan in the Origin arena, I, I would be very, very disappointed. I, I think that he's got to be there. I can understand why Queensland haven't picked him, and I wouldn't have picked him either. Don't get me wrong. But with a, for a guy like Fafita to have the ability that he has, the size that he has, it's a very rare combo. He has to be playing every single game of rep footy. But to be able to do that, he's got to get himself back to that level where he's he's knocking down the door every single week saying, hey, Billy Slater, you can't leave me out. You cannot leave me out. And he should be that guy. So fingers crossed we see Fafita hit his absolute best once again. Or you know what? I shouldn't even say once again. I don't think we've seen the best of Fafita. I think we've seen little flashes of really good footy from Fafita. But I don't think we've seen anywhere near the best. And outside Foz, this could be the year that we see it. Potentially, this the Bo Fermor injury. We wish Bo all the very best. Uh, I, I genuinely thought he was a really good chance to play Origin this year. But the Bo Fermor injury, it could be a little blessing in disguise if Kieran Foran manages to get this combo with Dave Fafita and they get the very best out of him. It's pretty scary, the upside uh, that this could have. So Fafita, a great re-signing by the Gold Coast Titans. Congratulations to you Titans fans. You guys are very, very loyal, and I think it's a fantastic get, and I'm really excited to see how it plays out over the next few years. Victor Adley from the Sydney Roosters, one of our favourites. He's re-signed, and think, until the end of 2027, so a big re-signing there. Um, you know how high I am on Victor Adley. You, know, you guys know how high I have always been on Radley. Uh, people talk about the... 2018 Premiership, I've said this on a number of times, the turning point was when Teddy and uh, Cooper Cronk gelled with the side. The moment they gelled with the side was when Victor Radley jumped into the 13 role. They had Isaac Liu there for the start of the season, and this is before I was really doing Guru. It was before I was doing Guru. And I remember just saying to my mates, fuck, this Radley's got to play 13. He's just, his his ball passing is just tremendous. He's got to be there. And you know, at the time, my mates sort of gave me shit, laughed at me and stuff, and then they actually made the transition and then you could see it straight away, and you saw the impact that he had on this side. And you know what? It doesn't really shock me that when you look back to 2018, 2019, I think Victor Radley missed about five games across those two years. He played a stack, and he was incredibly important. Since then, injury, suspension, HIAs, you name it. Victor Radley's been through it all. ACL, suspension, he's had it all. And the Roosters have sort of gone off the tracks. Now, they've had injuries elsewhere, so I'm not saying it's solely because of Victor Radley. But I personally think there's a huge correlation between what Victor Radley brings to this side and their success directly. Granted, other things have happened. Latrell Mitchell's left. Cooper Cronk's left. I understand that. But this Roosters team, in the brief periods where they look really good, most of the time it's when Victor Radley is on the field and when he's playing 13. Uh, so, you know, he obviously, um, I think he came off the field with the HIA the other night. He has been named to play this weekend. So we'll see if he is able to overcome the HIA, HIA protocols to play this weekend. But I guarantee you that, you know, in the next six or seven years, I think the Roosters, within the next six or seven years, I think the Roosters do win another premiership. And I guarantee you when they do, Victor Radley, he will be front and center of it. He will have a big play in that grand final. He will have a hand in tries in that grand final. He's a tremendous player. It's crazy to think that, you know, the guy's only 25, 26. um, And four years ago, he'd already won two comps in a row. Unbelievable. As a starting 13 for the Sydney Roosters in, what, his second or third year of first grade even. uh, It's just, it's crazy. And he came through as a hooker and then sort of turned into a 13. So... Unbelievable what Victor Radley's managed to achieve. I'm devastated that we probably won't ever see him play State of Origin. He obviously represented England at the World Cup. Um, But I think that... 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Victor Adley sort of gave away a Blues jersey by getting injured, by getting suspended, by giving Isaiah Yeo and Cam Murray so many opportunities to be there. And Isaiah Yeo and Cam Murray are champion players. They have to be picked. But I reckon if you go back to 2019 and you sort of you get to the end of that season, you go, hey, who's going to be the lock forward for the New South Wales Blues for the next few years? I personally would have gone, I think it'll be Victor Adley. That's how, that's how well he was going. That's how good he was going. He's got the temperament for origin as well. But... Uh, sometimes these things aren't meant to be. I think it's a great re-signing for the Roosters. He's obviously a Sydney Roosters junior. There aren't too many of them floating around, but he is a genuine Clovelly crocodile that came all the way through. Uh, obviously played in the same side as Lockie Lamb and, of course, was coached by the great, the great Adrian Lamb. So he is just rooster through and through, Victor Adley, and I cannot wait to watch the next few years, I'm really excited to watch Victor Adley go head-to-head with Cam Murray. Obviously, you know, a mascot boy, mascot Jets, you know, the Cloverly Crocodiles, a really good rivalry there between, you know, probably the the proudest and, and I would argue the biggest South Sydney side, probably up against the biggest um, Sydney Roosters side there and these two are local juniors that have come through and obviously Cam Murray's already the captain of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think Victor Adley will eventually be the captain of the Sydney Roosters and watching these two go head-to-head for the next few years will be fantastic. But I'm also super excited just to watch those two going up against also Isaiah Yo and the other one I can't wait to watch is Paddy Carrigan. Uh, those four watching those guys come through over the next few years, I think it's going to be scary. Uh, you've obviously got you know, two of them and New South Welshman, so Cam Murray will probably play on an edge when it comes to the Blues. I think Paddy Carrigan will be the 13 for a long time to come. And then if you end up with, with Ruben Cotter in the 13 as well, pretty scary stuff. But if Jason Tamalolo's there as well, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, there's so many. I've, I've been saying it for a while. I think this really is sort of the golden age of lock forwards, and I think we're going to have some fantastic ones to come over the next few years. But I do think Victor Radley will be one of the guys that really leads that charge. So congratulations to Victor. I know he never wanted to leave the Sydney Roosters. I personally don't think he ever will leave the Sydney Roosters. I think he will captain this side. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, all the timing were works out and whatnot, that he ends up being a premiership winning captain eventually because, uh, you know, James Tedesco is obviously a couple of years older than him. He will not play for eternity. Uh, I think that Victor Radley will be the captain of this Rooster side for a long period of time. And when Teddy goes, you already know the Roosters. They'll have a plan. They'll have the next kid that they're going to go after. or They'll have the next superstar in the game that they can bring in. So I really do hope that Victor Radley gets that third premiership. I think that he deserves it. I think he's been through quite a bit. I think he's going to have to change his game a little bit. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Obviously, he's going to have to adapt. He can't keep doing what he's done the last two or three years. And I think under Trent Robinson at the Sydney Roosters, he will be able to do that. I think he's going to have a tremendous back end of his career, which I'm really looking forward to watching. One of my favorite players in this competition, I think people underappreciate him. I think people still sleep on him. I think people forget just how good he was in 2018, 2019 because we were so focused on your Cooper Cronks, your Tedesco's, your Latrell Mitchells. I'm telling you, Victor Radley was such an important part of that side. It's not even funny. And next time you're, you're watching Fox League and it's a Roosters game, just listen to the way that Cooper Cronk talks about Victor Radley and the amount of respect he has for this guy who's a bit of a loose cannon, uh, but he just the, the ball playing and the smarts that he has, just listen to Cooper Cronk talk about him. 
That's all you need. The other re-signing the Chooks made was, of course, Egan Butcher. You guys all know I've had huge raps on him. Didn't have his best game on the weekend. In fact, I would argue he had a fucking shocker against the Dolphins. Uh, a lot of people had him in super coach. A lot of people are off him at the moment. Uh, he's going to be an absolute star. Just be patient with Egan. I've... You know, I've been watching him since he was like 14, 15 years old uh, when he was playing for Southeast. And then when he came through, you know, left South, went to the Roosters, came through there. He's a tremendous player, Egan. He's playing on the edge at the moment. I'm not sure if he'll spend his entire career there. I wouldn't be surprised if he does shift into the middle eventually. Whether that's going to be at the Roosters or not, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but he could really make that left edge spot his own, depending on what happens with Angus Crichton here. Uh, but I think he could be a guy that could stay at the Roosters for a very long time, be super successful. But I do think at the end of this deal, I think he'll be one of the hottest properties in rugby league. I think you'll have a lot of sides after him. I think he'll be right on the edge of playing state of origin football and are doing some pretty special things in our game. So, great re-signings by the Roosters. Need to get the best out of Victor Radley and just need to keep developing Egan Butcher because I genuinely do think he's a guy that could play for the Kangaroos eventually. He's got so much upside. If you've only watched him in first grade, you're scratching the surface of what Egan can do. Yeah, very talented guy who I think has got a huge future in our game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 